Yes. Um, the reason why I have Anchor is, one, because um, when I first started doing my podcast, I was asking um, a friend of mine which ones are good, and she told me about Anchor and another one. But ever since I've been using Anchor, it's been so good because the podcasts have been so easy to run smooth, and I'm easy to uh, able to uh, interview guests without anything, and I just love it, the overall experience, because Anchor is just where it is. Anchor is just where it is, like, uh, and I encourage more people to do podcasts, because if you have stuff on your mind, and you want to get it off, and you want to use a platform to do it, Anchor is the platform to do it, because not only does Anchor, does it go on Anchor, but it also goes on to other platforms after it's posted to Anchor. So I would like to thank Anchor for everything they've done for me so far, and I really appreciate them. Eileen? Hi. Can you hear hi. me? Yes. Hi. How are you hi. Doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Okay. Hi. Welcome to our Strange Disappearances podcast, and our guest today is Eileen Mahako. Did I say it right? Yes, you did. <laughs> hey, so Eileen, so... Today we're going to be discussing your um. This is your cousin, uh, Patricia Jane Wagner. She went missing in nineteen seventy-two. Correct. Okay, and uh, I see that she left on a coffee date with a man named Dennis, and um, she never returned. Um, so can you tell us, like, I mean, obviously, I think you were. It says you were born a month after she went missing. Correct. Yes, that's true. Okay. So what can you tell us? Even though you're you're a lot younger than her, but what can you tell us about the whole disappearance and uh, everything surrounding it? Oh, I could actually tell you quite a bit about it because this, her disappearance pretty much was throughout my whole childhood. Um, she went out on a date with a man named Dennis and she never came home. She was a wonderful mother she was extremely close with her siblings as well as her mother who is my aunt marie and she loved she loved her little boys more than life itself and i want to also make this very clear she did not have the money or resources to just literally take off as the police had thought she did okay so did they ever question this guy named Dennis, or did they ever ask him any questions? They could not find him. They thought that they had found him, and I thought that I had found him, too, living in Florida. It turns out it was a completely different Dennis, and to this day, they are both missing. I have personally spoke with Dennis's family, and they have been looking for him since 1972, and they're both gone as if um as if they just disappeared like but didn't but didn't he reappear we thought he did um but then it turns out that um according to law enforcement that was not the correct dennis and um that's all they pretty much had told me okay so how okay so how would they know who is the correct dennis and who's not the correct dennis like uh like, they never gave you, like, a last name of this Dennis, and they just figured this, this wasn't Dennis? 
Oh, I have his last name. Um, I know his his name was actually Dennis Cash. He's from Jersey City. Okay. He, his family and um, my cousin Patricia's family knew each other very well. And um, from what I know, the little bit I know about Dennis, um, my family insists that he never would have harmed her in any way. I personally do not know because I was not born right. yet. I wasn't born yet, but I do know this much. Um, his children wanted nothing to absolutely do with him. And he did have a history of being violent, apparently, with his children as he was divorced. Mm, interesting. Mm -hmm. So, officially, they're both listed as missing. Well, she is. I can't speak for Dennis's family. I did call them. I did speak with his um, sister-in-law and pretty much um, they kind of blew me off. And they did say that they went to the Jersey City Police Department back in 1972. And the police department basically told them politely to just go away. And uh, they probably just ran off together and... Um, I, apparently, his family, as far as I know, never really pursued it the way I am trying to pursue what happened to my cousin. Okay, because she, because I read she had a, she had two, she had two, she has two boys. Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. So, I mean, like you said, her mother. I mean, so how was it? I like around that time for you. Uh, but your aunt, when she did go missing, uh, how, how was your aunt feeling? I mean, how does she feel to this day? I mean, if she's still alive. I'm so, I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? I said, um, how was your aunt feeling? Like, like, how was his mom? I mean, her mom feeling around that time when she went missing? Like, oh, it was it it was awful, from what I understand. Um, my aunt Marie, who mm -hmm. um her nickname was Ray. So um, I know her as Aunt Ray. She died literally mentally sick looking for her daughter. I The last time I saw her was a couple months before she passed. And she wasn't really doing very well. I think the only reason why she lived until 1983 is, is because she had the two boys that she helped raise. If she didn't have those boys, I think she would have died sooner. Not knowing what happened to Patricia, literally, I think, killed her. And on her dying bed, she wanted to know who hurt her daughter because she knew her daughter would never have just taken off. And I want to add that back then she went to the police. There, there was a report and everything. The police blew them off. Um, they thought really nothing of it. I always cannot help but wonder if it's because they lived in the projects, maybe because they didn't have a lot of money. And there is something else I would like to bring up as well. Patricia did not have the money to literally just disappear in order right. to, you know, neither did Dennis. In order to leave and start a whole new identity, you have to have money for that. And she was, from what I understand, they lived in the projects. I believe she was on welfare and um, EBT and stuff. So, you know, um, maybe she had a dollar or two to, to her name, but where's that really going to get her? Yeah, you're right. 
and you know, I'm 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 listening to the you know the story. Mm-hmm. It really really sound like it really sound like to me this Dennis is like really the key. Um, do I think he's missing? No, I think that he possibly hiding or he, or you know or family probably you know helped him you know get to where he is because. I don't, they're both missing, and I don't, yeah, that just sounds crazy. It does. It absolutely does. And what I found a little bit odd was, um, I can't really speak for his family, but I will say, but I will say this much. I don't know why nowadays all you have to do is, is, you know, give your DNA. Um, There's so much you can do. And it appeared to me that his family really had no interest in trying to find him. And I can't help but wonder if either A, they don't care, or B, they know where he is. I it's it's hard it's hard for me to say. And um all I know is is that at this point I really don't, you know, I obviously I care for all the missing. With that being said, I care for for my cousin because she was neglected. For, for so many years that I have to be her voice and I'm not going to stop until my family, especially her sons, get some sort of closure. My my grandmother died at age 56 wondering what happened to her niece. It destroyed my family. It was horrible. And you know, you're right about that too because a lot of women have gone missing and they've been, and they've been forgotten. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. A lot of forgotten cases are the ones that I, I've jumped on. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's, it's stuff that I'm, you know, I'm like, I, like, like your your um your cousin's case and a couple other cases I just heard about last year. Right. I about these years ago. And Absolutely. Like, How long has she been missing for now? Well, let's see. Um, I'm going to say it'll be 50 years, October 20th. So, almost 50 years. And you continue to, and I see you continue to fight. I do. I, um, I, I do. That, I see your posters on social media. Um, I see some of the interviews you've done. Um, I really admire what you're doing for your cousin. Um, because you know everybody doesn't have a voice for for somebody to speak up for them. You know, mm-hmm. and that's and that's that's in a lot of these cases. A lot of these cases. <laughs> they don't go anywhere. They have a voice. And see, at the time, she didn't have a voice, but she had one. After you know, when you got older, you remember like you were able to advocate for, it and you continue to advocate for. It. But that's one of the biggest problems. Uh, a lot of cases, you get, you know, first thing they'll say is the the girl ran off, or the guy can say, you know, the girl ran off. It's just right. so many, so many cases. Um, so, so so many cases. Um, so, like, when she went missing, um, I mean, did anybody look for her or they just took, took it as she, as, as, as she ran off? I am so happy that you asked me this question because my family was treated beyond horrible by the police department. Um, they, they did not really care whatsoever. Um, and yeah, my, my family was looking for her. They were, but without Ellie cooperating and back then they did not have the resources that they have now. It was sort of like, um, 
you know, they would like look for her um, anytime from what I understood, um, a body would show up. Somebody from my family um, would go and try to see if it was her, which it wasn't. But that was the best that they could do back then. And then my family started having some controversy where the majority of us knew that obviously something had happened. But then there were also a couple that had said, well, you know, the police are not really that concerned. So maybe they know something that we don't. Well, here we are almost 50 years later and she's still gone. And I had spoken with um, the detectives now and they feel pretty confident that she was a victim of a homicide and her human remains just have not shown up yet. So um, yeah, my family was very concerned. Um, and I would like to say that Patricia comes from a very devout Catholic family. And I know for a fact that my mother who knew her, my aunt who knew her would always go to the church and light the candles and stuff for her. And that was really the best they could do at that time. As a young girl, I would often hear my my late grandmother and my mom talk about it as well as my cousins and my aunts. But, you know, I was like that pesky kid where they were like, Shh, go away, you don't need to hear this. But of course I listened <laughs> to um, everything that they had to say. And I knew from the time I was younger that not only did I have to try to find out what happened to Patricia, but I felt an obligation. And also I felt very passionate about helping others because Patricia is one of so many that never was looked for. And that is something I go to bed every night and it haunts me, literally. Wow. Yes, it would haunt me too. Um, you know, me myself, I've always been um that same way, that pesky pesky kid too. And I knew I wanted to do this early. I just didn't know what I wanted to do. I just didn't know what mm -hmm. I wanted to do. But um I had two brothers murdered, so it kinda had it kinda it kinda pushed me into this direction to uh want to help people and um I've been I've been doing it ever since, like, you know, and um uh, of course you know I got with you, you know, and we met, you taught me, you know, you, you showed me a lot, but yeah, I mean, I just want to help people. Um, mm -hmm. now, getting, now getting back to your, um, hold on. Um, I just first off want to say, I am so sorry about both of your brothers. Um, that, that is absolutely horrific. And I also would like to say thank you so much for being such a powerful voice for the missing because, Every time I turn around or go on another site, I see you there. You are amazing at what you do and you care so much. And thank you for what you do. It's so appreciated. And you care about those, especially where literally nobody's looking for them. It's, it's as if they never mattered. And that is so wrong. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, it's, I'm telling you. Um, I, um, I, I met a, oh, I talked to a lady last week. Her sister been missing for 38 years oh. from, from uh, Port North, New Jersey. And, and mm -hmm. like, you know, like your cousin's case, mm -hmm. he wasn't looked for. Police knew who the person was and everything. It's just, they never talked about it, but right. we, we got it, talked about it, and they're going to actually run the story on the anniversary of next month, May 4th. 
That is awesome. That's amazing. That 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 is terrific. That's how that's how you know you make a difference by getting their names out, trying to figure out what happened because I firmly believe that when somebody is missing, somebody somewhere knows something. But the problem is, is as all these years go and go and go, people are obviously, you know, my cousin is going to be, I want to say July, on July 19th, she should be 74 years old. I think that's pretty correct um, and accurate. And at this point, I, um, her best friend, Marsha, I don't believe she's with us anymore. She, you know, a lot of her friends and stuff have um, passed and before they passed, they all said that she never would have, she never would have just taken off everyone and anyone that knew her knew she would not just have done that. So um, I, my heart really goes out for the case you're working on and the person you're helping with, because I share that person's frustration. Yeah, it, it is. It is a lot of frustration. Um, mm-hmm. I really think that a lot of times too, them first crucial hours, them twenty-four hours, are very crucial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we. And oh we, yeah, they are. We we've been seeing so many. I mean, I've been seeing so many young women, children go 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 missing right before our eyes, and just like our our whole Amber Alert law, our, our Amber Alert um, mm-hmm. that they have, where you have to be in a vehicle and all that. Right. I really think that a lot more kids are going to go missing before they start to, before they need to start. To, I mean, because they need to change these, they need to change these laws up with, you know, with Amber Alert. <laughs> they really do, and unfortunately, I'm going to go there. And if I offend anybody, I'm sorry, but you all know it's true. I firmly believe the more money you have, and the more higher up people you know the better chances you are of finding out pretty much what happened. Or if nothing else, your case will get all this attention. If you're from the projects or the hood, as my cousin was, um, as well as other people, or no matter what, they're not going to get that attention. And I'm going to come out and say it. I feel like as if the only people that really care about Patricia is her family, the ones that are still alive people like yourself and my awesome friends and you know who you are um for my groups and stuff they're the only ones that truly care um you know however i mean let, let's be realistic here um and i am in no way saying trying to make light of what happened to several murder victims or or other popular big cases but everybody should all be getting the same attention as others are and some just are not. You're right, and they should. They should. Uh, mm-hmm. I live okay. I stay in Delaware, um, mm-hmm. where our population is small. Well, I think where we we're like our whole population is five hundred six hundred thousand. Okay. We had we have we had a guy that went missing twenty six years this year. Now he went missing around the same time that Anne Marie Fahey went missing. Now, Anne-Marie Fahey was, um, she was the governor's uh, scheduling secretary at the time. Yep, I know who she is. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, Anne-Marie had like a whole bunch of people looking for her. Mm-hmm. But all he had was two police officers and his family. They, oh. never, they never looked for him, and he's still missing to this day. 
Of course, of, of course, he's missing because nobody really took the time to really look for him. His name is uh, David Emery. Yeah, David Emery's been missing for uh, 26 years now. I know that name very well, and um, we will definitely keep on posting him and trying to figure out what happened to to David because um, there's many Davids and Patricias, unfortunately, out there. Right. Um, you know, another thing, too. So, is Patricia's kid still alive? As far as I know, it is, but um, her last sergeant detective basically um, had told me that unless if a body shows up, there's nothing more she could do. Okay. Um, with that being said, I don't think any of them did anything. And I can't say whose name it was, but I'll say he was a male. And his exact words to me were, and this is before somebody else took over the case, and I want the world to hear this. His exact words to me were, I was asking him some legitimate questions um, on behalf of my cousins who literally turned into my brothers. And you know what he said to me? What did he say? And keep in mind, everybody respects him. Everyone, He goes, what do you want me to do? This is an old case. She's old. Damn, he said that to you? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And I am a devout Christian. I have no reason to lie. I say it like it is. Right. And I step on people's toes all the time. I'm from New Jersey, so this is what we do. And um, I, keep, <laughs> <laughs> I keep it real. And when he told me that, my heart literally broke. And I wasn't even really angry with him because I felt almost, thank you. At least if nothing else, you kept it real. You told me how it was. And when he said that to me, though... Um, I kind of got it. So basically all these old cases in New Jersey that the New Jersey state police are working on, they don't give a damn. And yes, I want this recorded because that was told to me. He knows who he is. And I have repeated it to somebody else in law enforcement and she knows who he is. So unfortunately I have to protect the guilty but those were his words to me. And it was the ultimate slap in the face. But yet, it also was a huge dose of reality. He was nasty. He was to the point. But at least, if nothing else, he was not phony about it. Basically, he said, who the hell cares? And she, like I said, Patricia Jane Wagner is one of so many. And we have to put a stop to this. Um, I know when Gabby got murdered, which was horrific. And my condolences to her family. I am so sorry. But let's be realistic. That's all we heard about for weeks. I didn't even post her on several of my pages because we all knew her. We, we, we knew what happened. Everybody was looking for her. How come we're not doing the same for everybody? And yes, we can do it for everybody. Or um, several other people like there was a boy about five minutes from where i where i currently reside i'm in parsippany new jersey he was from mountain lakes he decided to run away because he wanted to go on a little adventure let me tell you something the whole world was looking for him at every train station there was a camera everybody knew where he was and i'm going to tell you why because he came from mountain lakes new jersey one of the wealthiest communities. So I don't want anybody to say that money doesn't have anything to do with it because it does. It has a lot to do with it. It does. It does. It, you know, you're right. I'm not even going to um, try to stop you and say it does. I mean, it I'm, does. It does. It, it really does. Um, 
But are you aware that day several other children who should have been looked for went missing? And guess yeah. what? Nobody, um, the only people that were looking for them were their foster parents or like maybe um, an aunt or a grandmother or somebody. So I want to make it clear that other children that went missing the same time he did, no one cared enough to look for because as far as they were concerned, they didn't matter. And that, that you know what, that, that, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, uh, ladies and gentlemen, but uh, I'm not even sorry, she's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. It, it that that is really everybody. Everybody is not a priority. No, they're not at because all. Because if everybody was a priority, a lot of these cases that should be solved, they would have been solved within hours. Absolutely, and that little boy. And I'm so happy that he was found safe and sound. I am so happy that he is with mom and dad, or or whatever their situation is. I am beyond thrilled because all you know because his life mattered too with that being said um there were plenty of people that went to bed that night crying hysterically unable to finish their dinner because their loved ones were still out there so you you know um and next thing you know i found out that there was a gofundme for him why i don't know but i just wish that every single case was treated like some of these high profile cases, I really do. Um, I go on your site often and I do a lot of research and it is heartbreaking. I don't care if you're a sex worker or if you're an executive, their lives matter. It, it, you're right about that. They, they sure do. And, um, you know, I've been doing a lot more. I've, I've been doing a lot too. I'm doing, uh, I have a TikTok page. Um, I, I, you know, I named a TikTok page. Missing black people. Um, I love it. I named it because you know, one minorities don't get a lot of media attention. No, they really don't. They, um, they don't. You know, and I, I did. I, I said, I said to myself, I said, the day that everybody gets uh, created equal, mm -hmm. I would, then I would change the name. But yeah. the way it looks now, there won't be, there won't be any change. It's, it's it's still going to be the same way. You feel me? Absolutely. And it will like, be. And like you said, everybody should be created equal, but mm -hmm. uh, we're not. So right. uh, now, now they have a question. Is Patricia's kid still living? Yeah, actually they are. Um, I'm very close with her one son. Um, he's her oldest. His name is, um, his name is Kenny um, or Ken, but I know him as Kenny and he is amazing. He's phenomenal. He has actually started writing a book about his mom and he has, you know, very nice memories of her. And the only thing he wants to know is, is what happened to her. Right. He, want, he wants to know what happened to her. And October 20th is the worst day of his life. But ironically, he had a son. His first, um, his first son was born that day. And he said there was no uh. doubt. Yeah. He said there's no doubt in his, in his mind that was from his mom that was like you know a gift and she has another son and um i knew him very well when i was younger and i would like to try to get to know him obviously as an adult but a lot of damage was done to him because of what happened to his mom that, right. that is, that's the reality of the situation and i don't want to go into too many details about that as i don't know many but let's just say there's been some problems Right. I mean, it's it's understandable in some mm -hmm. cases, you know. It's hard to lose your mother 
at an early age and mm-hmm. that's pretty and go through your whole life. I was fortunate enough to have my mother my mother for um seventeen years. Mm-hmm. So I can understand the trauma of not your mother not being around you and not knowing what happened, so Right. It happens that some, you know, some some kids, they don't let it bother them. Some of them have problems, you know, and we, we got to, I guess, you know, we got to understand that, you know. Absolutely. I mean, I don't see how you cannot go through all that and not have some sort of problem. And especially when you're being told different things, when you have some people that are lazy saying, oh, oh they just ran off together. And then you have other people your immediate family saying, no, she would not have done that. Something terrible must have happened. It really, I could see where it could really screw with one person's mind. It's, you know, I, I can't even, you know, I mean, I've lived it, obviously. I've known about this since the day I was born. And, you know, um, I am her cousin, but I cannot imagine how both of her children feel. And it's horrible. And, her brother, her sister, and she also has nieces and nephews, and she's very well loved. And we just want we just want closure. That that's all we want for her and justice. If it's not too late, right, right. Everybody deserves some kind of closure. Well, I believe not, that. I'm not gonna say closure. I'll say, uh, I guess. Uh, how would you say that word? I, I think closure. I know. I, I like the word closure. I oh, mean, because no, I think that. I think that, honestly, I think there's never really closure. I mean, you just learn, you huh. just, just learn to live with it. Well, yeah, that that's true. I mean, you do. You learn to live with it. You learn to go on and stuff, and you learn to, if nothing else, try to help others as much as you can. You try to. Um, you can go either way, though. You can also be the opposite too, and just say, you know what? Obviously, my mom or my aunt or my cousin did not matter, and you can also be so bitter and resentful that you do things that you, that other people would not handle that way. Mm-hmm. Right. That's true. Cause they get so discouraged. They get so, you know, every time they think that there's hope, their hope just kind of fades away. They do. They do. You're right. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, I just, um, you know, in my heart, I know something terrible happened that night and I don't know where her or Dennis is, um, for that matter. And I think if we had some DNA on Dennis, that would be a huge help. But for the last I heard, his family really was not cooperating. So I, you know, I can only do what I can do. And I am a civilian. So I just keep getting the word out there and trying to help as many as, as, as we can. And I see you're clearly doing the same thing as well as each and every person in our groups, our administrators, our moderators, they're just absolutely amazing. They are. They are so, they are absolutely amazing. So I want to ask you uh, anything. Do you have anything else on Patricia in closing? Um, basically, if everybody could just keep an eye out for her, I have her her photo posted. She was featured on um, an article in tw- on um, twenty twenty that I had done. Um, I have pretty much I have given my DNA to Ortham Labs. It's in Namus. It's in Codis. Kenneth, um, her son Kenny, as I know him, he has his DNA, and so far, her remains have not turned up. 
but we're not giving up hope yet because there's also a chance too that she could be literally anywhere. She could be under an apartment complex. She could be, you know, and that's when, so basically what I want to say to everybody is, is I really don't know what happened to her. Did they have an accident? Was she a victim of a homicide as Ellie thinks she was? So basically what I'm trying to ask everybody is, is a please keep an eye out for her. If you see a comparison, send it in right away, send in your tips, you know, um, let's try to keep her case open and active as well as others, because it's not just about her. She, Patricia is one of so many and they all matter. Right. They do. They, they, yes, they do. Yes, they do. And knowing Patricia, from everything I've heard about her, she would say, look for the children first that nobody is looking for. I, 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 you know, she loved kids, like, more than life itself. Like, children were her heart. And I have several photos of her. Some I have posted, some obviously I have not. But she always <laughs> seemed to have children around her. And children were her heart. So, um, you know, I just want to say, you know... Um, keep looking don't give up and please we need you guys so much we we really do because we can't do this alone we, we sure can we sure can and i'll continue to do my part too eileen eileen i want to thank you so much for appearing on our podcast thanks uh, for having me and i enjoyed you I, I enjoyed you and i would love for you to come back again sometime I would love that. And then hopefully the next time it'll be with more news and more updates on Patricia. That would be awesome. I, I would love that more than anything. Okay. Uh, you two, are, Ali, I'm going to let you go. Okay. Uh, have a good night. And once again, thank you again. And um, I look forward to talking to you in the future. Thank you. Likewise. Thank, thank you very much for having me. I, it, this was so appreciated. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.